<laughs> Welcome to the Fan Freaks Podcast, episode 131. You're listening to the show where we freak out about our favorite movies, games, comics, and any media in between. It is I, James Dr. Rude Ramos, MD. And I am joined by... Yes, it is I, the Bone King. Hi, everybody. How you doing? Hello. And we're back to two. <laughs> You'll have you'll have to excuse the absence of the dude. He's a little tied up at the moment. Every time, every time you get further in your villainous career, you just have to tie him up again. Is it just like your favorite thing Correct. to go back to? It's like your favorite movie every year? Yeah, it's like a comfort. <laughs> it's a comfort kidnapping. Is it too early in yes, the show to have a hashtag? Hashtag <laughs> <laughs> comfort kidnapping. We might be on some like some watch lists though if we do that. So, uh, but anyway, before we continue with that, today's episode is going to be a dream team of Knights of Our Roundtable. Yes. Yes, indeed. So I feel like we should explain what our qualifications for are for a knight. Uh, I feel like... They have to have been knighted in their universe. Yeah. They have to have got given some sort of nobility through their warriorsmanship. You know what I mean? Like, they can't just have the class of knight... Warriorsmanship. That is, that's a word. That is the word I created. Look, I'm all about making new words. You gotta, you gotta keep up. That's, that's all right. But anyway, but before we get into that, should we get into our recents? Yes, we shall. So I've got like. Why don't you start us off, Bone King? You want me to start us off, or do you? Because you have a little yeah. or a lot. I only have a couple. Okay, because you started it last time, but I don't mind giving it to you again if you got a little. All right, fine. All right, go for it. Hey, it's not that little. All right. Look, it's okay. It's nothing to be ashamed of. You just got to know how to use so, it, which is the big thing. <laughs> so, uh, I'm a little upset for any number of my friends who have seen this series and didn't tell me about it until now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just found out about it from one of my new co-workers. Um, so, there is a webcomic artist named BusyPop. Uh, and she made an actual animated series called Hell of a Boss. Okay. Have you heard of it? I I just remember Hell of a Boss being one of the episodes of Has Been Hotel or something like that. Yeah, so it's 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 a direct it's well it was supposed to be like a little offshoot, but Hell of a Boss got a full season. Jesus Christ. Meanwhile, Has Been Hotel only has one episode. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. So Has Been Hotel is coming out soon as a full series. How can you already have Unfortunately, a spin-off if you're only on episode 1? I'm sorry, that's just very wow. It's very strange. But unfortunately, a lot of people are very mad because uh, the Hasbin Hotel is coming back with a whole new cast. So people are really mad that they're like not keeping, you know, they're making it big and not keeping the original cast. Huh. Uh, but yeah, so I saw Hell of a Boss and holy shit, is it good? Okay. First off, it immediately gives me like some kind of Joe and Vasquez, uh, Vasquez vibes. Yes. Uh, which yeah. is fitting. What? Yeah, as has been Hotel did as well. Yeah, which is fitting, though, because in Hell of a Boss, uh, Richard Horvitz plays one of the characters. Yeah, I remember he did a guest voice and it was in Hell of a Boss's episode. So, yeah, yeah. so that's his character. But he plays he, pl- he plays one of the main characters in uh, in Hell of a Boss. He plays Moxie. So it's fitting that it's very Joe and vasquez uh, but the comedy is great. The animation is fantastic. I fucking love the animation. Uh, the mu- the songs in it are great. The character is great. 
there's even a character that has triggered the furry part of my brain, which is awful, but you wow. know, whatever we're here. Wait, what? <laughs> this exists? I didn't know this. All right. And in uh in hell of a boss wait uh the main the main character he's adopted a hellhound and her name is luna uh-huh of course it is uh because the moon and she's like a she's like a goth wolf and like that's all of the things never mind i, uh, I knew th- i knew this already existed in your brain when on our fictional crushes episode you brought up that chick from uh was it Treasure Planet? Correct. We don't. We don't need to talk about this. <laughs> we don't need to talk. <laughs> but that's cool. Um, just by the way, I love Richard Horvitz. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Like, doesn't he also play Billy and his dad from Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy? Yes. He's. Uh, I have a great story about uh, about uh, Richard Horvitz that I can't share on the podcast. Oh, well, but, then, uh, look at you with your needless teases. to say. How can we do? Needless this? to say. He's a very cool guy, and uh, we, we we spent uh, we spent some time together hanging out. He's a, he's he's super cool. I mean, he seems but, like it. Uh, Hell of a boss is fucking fantastic. I I highly and it's all on YouTube. Like all, I think it's like twelve episodes. Um, twelve twelve episodes. Yeah. Off of okay, someone needs to sit down. Has been hotel and actually, you know. Well, it's it? like has been we. Again, we know Hasbin Hotel is coming out soon on a like cable network. We're just not. What are you laughing at? <laughs> I just saw the picture. <laughs> oh, of Luna. Yeah, it's it's uh-huh. literally. I don't. I I look. The show has great art, great designs, but it's hard for me not to just be like, hey, that's DeviantArt for Affinity character number eight. <laughs> for sure, hundred percent is. One hundred percent is for con character. Here they are. <laughs> Sorry. Whatever, man. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, uh I can't what was I saying? Uh that was uh, they have a whole fucking season already. Yeah, whole fucking season. Oh, but uh Hasbin Hotel is getting like it, it's coming out supposedly on HBO Max. Okay. We're not sure where yet. So yeah, but it's actually gonna be out like like distributed, like legit. Uh because it's being produced by what the fuck is the name of this company? Uh, A24? A24? The fucking people yes. did Midsommar and Hereditary? and Yes. Oh, why? What? Cartoons? Okay, sure. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That is an interesting pull for A24, I'll tell you what. It, it, it really is, but I get it. I can see why. It's just, it's, it's, yeah. That's that's kind of bizarre yeah. to me, but whatever, man. Hey, look, whatever they need to do to branch out, they could do it. I don't care. And whatever that uh, that that show had great animation, so they deserved it. Yeah, but needless to say, uh, highly recommend the series. It's fantastic, um, and the characters are like surprisingly deep, especially when you get to like the finale. Oh, I bet like, I bet you think that Luna's very deep. I, no, I actually, she doesn't get a lot of character development throughout the series. Take uh, my euphemism the, as it was supposed to be. God no, damn it. <laughs> I will not. I'm no longer entertaining the furry commentary. Um, <laughs> It'll always be there. <laughs> waiting. <laughs> no, but like the, like that, the, the season finale was like kind of heartbreaking in a way I didn't expect. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, uh, highly recommend. Uh, also, I, uh, I know you haven't seen it yet, but I saw the Batman. Ah, uh, yes, I'm the last one of the fan freaks crew yeah. to see it, so. I don't know. I think the, I think the word masterpiece is a bit liberally applied here. Well, but, uh, I've seen both views. It's so polarizing. It's either the best thing or the worst thing. 
the length is definitely what holds this movie back i feel uh i feel like it has a lot of it drags in certain places oh my god Um, i hope you know i'm doing my best to not that's what she said both of these (laughs) um i didn't care much for the main antagonist i don't want to say who it is in case anyone doesn't know already okay um but actually, no, it's it's everywhere on all the promotional materials. It's the Riddler. Everyone knows that. OK. Uh, and I and I've come to the realization because I, I started watching and go, oh, I fucking hate this version of the Riddler. But then while I was watching the movie, I realized that the Riddler is basically an impossible character to do outside of comics, cartoons or video games. I disagree. Really? Jim Carrey was perfect. I don't know what you're talking about. And he was the Joker is what he was. He wasn't the Riddler. <laughs> I don't that's my that's my problem is when you adapt him to like live action media you have one of two because you can't do it the way he is in the comics because it's too comic booky it's too like the bowler hat and it's you're gonna end up with like Adam West they always change the outfits so that's not really something I expected them to but it's not just the outfits it's the characterization too like riddle me this Batman like that's all very like you can't do that in a live action movie already Joker-esque when when Joker as a character has already been through so many iterations himself that's what I'm saying So so what ends up happening is you do one of two things you either end up upping the psycho factor in which case he's just the Joker or B, you turn him into the other side of his character, which is a mob. Oh, you make him a mob boss, which is boring as fuck. So I kind of understand why they went this route with the Riddler. Uh, I, I, still didn't like it. I like the angle of the Riddler being kind of like uh, what's his face from Seven. You know what I mean? Like that kind of like ki- that kind of killer that leaves cryptic clues. So that's kind of what they ended up doing here. Okay. And then I, I think I'll probably, I don't, you know what? We probably should go any further. I do need to see the movie. Yeah. But that is, I think, um, a better direction in terms of differentiating from Colin, Colin Farrell's Penguin, fantastic. And the prosthetics are fucking amazing. Okay. I, I'm going to try and not break apart what you're saying about the movie to determine things. <laughs> Oh, uh, Zoe Kravitz as uh, Ka- as Selena Kyle, mm. amazing. Okay. Also, she auditioned for the role back when it was uh, back when they were uh, casting for the Dark Knight Rises. Oh wow! And she was told, and she was told she was too urban. Uh, wow, that's yeah. pretty uh, blatant. <laughs> I don't know. Uh huh. Like- <laughs> it's pretty fucking gross, if you ask me. Uh, and Robert Pattinson. Did a better job as Batman than I could have ever imagined. I still think he's a weird casting for it. I I want him to be Terry for Batman Beyond, but I guess this is where we are. So he would have been a great Terry or a Dick Grayson. One of those two, he would have done fucking perfectly. He's a guy. The guy's but a great actor. He, he he is a great actor, and I still think he did great as Batman. Uh, and I really like his suit from the neck up. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, okay. Like, I, I like the collar. I like the cowl. I like the, the, the sculpting on the cowl. I think it looks really good. I just don't like armored Batman. So you think that this design of Batman is a butterface? No, it's the opposite. Butter body? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, like... um. Like, I just don't like armored Batman because it kind of betrays the point of Batman. 
uh, look, there's so many different iterations that maybe there will be a use for Armored Batman. But as we said before, (sighs) I I don't know. I have to still see the movie. Maybe it could work out. But my my point is what I'm saying is that like the criminals of of Gotham City aren't supposed to know that this is a guy in armor. Hmm. They're supposed to think that he's some unstoppable, unkillable thing. It's the bet. Yeah. Yeah. You get me? Because if you saw a guy and you shoot him and it bounces off what you think is just his regular ass chest, you're that's going to freak you out a lot more than if you shoot a guy in armor and go, oh, let me just shoot him in his exposed fucking chin then. Like... <laughs> Well, that's again why you Batman Beyond was great because it covered his chin. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Uh, but you know why uh, Batman has an exposed chin, right? I mean, I don't think it was possible to contain it. I think that was the decision. It's so that the cops know that he's white. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, that is rough. Look, let me do it this way. Uh, there's a future Batman who is Lucius Fox's son. Uh-huh. Who is the active Batman in a police state version of Gotham City? Okay, and guess what? His mask is fully covered. Jesus <laughs> Christ! I, I didn't even uh-huh. consider that concept to be a thing. I just saw it as a, a a cowl. Which even then, I'm not really sure why he has a cowl with the pointy ears. I think that would get in the way. But anyway, it as we saw in the Zack Snyder picture, it's used for something else. So yeah, very very. But uh, anyway. <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, n- n- nonetheless, I uh, highly recommend it. It's a good movie. One of the better Batman movies that I've seen. As people know, I don't like suck the dick of the Dark Knight as much as other people do. Uh-huh. Uh, so I think this movie is comparable to like Batman Begins for me in terms of like how I liked it. Okay, that's interesting. I, I'm really curious to see where I come in because I have a very, I guess that's yeah. an episode as well, by the way. Batman talking to your movies. Oh, boy. Yeah. All right. We can do that. I totally jumbled that up, but you know what I mean. Uh, <laughs> I know what you mean. Have you got any more recents? All right. That is it for my recents. All right. Well, here I go. I'm going to take the stage. So I have a very interesting um, description of what I played on stream. Uh, I know it's a weird way to open it, but I've actually been playing Resident Evil 6 again with uh, Joey okay. from Gay, uh, Gay Gaming 101. Great dude. Love mm-hmm. him to death. And the, the playthrough has been really fun. It's just in my, like... Eight or nine, I don't even know, probably like four or five fucking playthroughs of Resident Evil 6 in, in its entirety. Fucking, I've never pl- had a playthrough with it being this glitchy. Like, it oh. would literally fall apart. We would literally, like, teleport between walls. I'd fall out of world. The boss would stop between set pieces. And as as I've said on the podcast before, Resident Evil 6 is extremely fucking set piece based. It's all explosions and oh my god, look at that! And and it'll yank control of the camera from you, and it's super annoying with that shit. But it's extra hilarious when they yoinks the control of the camera and it gets stuck. Oh no. <laughs> and and we just yeah, have a whole bad. bunch of different clips of the game just breaking around us. There's a cutscene of like a guy in a car, and he's supposed to like drive right at you and then crash the car right in front of you. But the game mm-hmm. somehow didn't load the car. And played the animation in reverse. So I had a guy floating in the air, driving backwards away from me. Weird. It, it's. I am actually super stoked to see how the rest of the game goes. Because I thought this game was boring. So now it's gotten even more interesting. So uh, look forward to that. Bone King TV on Twitch. 
so next thing I played, uh, I actually played Elden Ring again. Been really playing that a lot. Bro. You say again, like you've already beaten it and you started it over? No, I just mean like I'm still playing it, I suppose. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. It, it's just kind of like, I I don't want to say anything because I want people to still experience that that kind of concept of wonder and amazement and childlike uh, uh, dreams and whatever. Because it's amazing. Okay. Because it's like you, you go through the world and you start finding shit and you're like, oh my God, this is, this is here. This is this. And it really feels like you are finding things. It feels like there's a lot of things just yeah. tucked away. It's really cool. Um, I'm going to rescind something I said before about like, oh, when you, when you know which build you want, it's kind of difficult to do unless, you know, the starting build has it, but no, you can actually just run to wherever weapon you want in the beginning and just get it really fast. Um, pe- speed runners are now we're at the point we're in the speed mm-hmm. runner phase where people are now speed running the game. So like they've already uncovered that you could run to pretty much anywhere, uh, except some very select it's areas. So hard for me to like, I've been, it's been, I've struggled so hard to avoid the speed running videos because I want to watch them so bad, mm-hmm. but I want to play the fucking game first. Oh, I, I highly recommend it because like I, it's weird. I don't want to sound overly, uh, like, I don't know, fanboy in any way, because I'm not like any kind of like super shill for From Software or anything. I do love the Dark Souls series and Bloodborne. They're they're great games. It's just I'm playing this game and I feel like I keep finding more stuff and it's never limited in any way. I could literally go for as long as I want. There is no real like social media connection outside of just the, the the fucking signs and seeing the spirits and whatnot. And that's really all you need. You have your adventure and you can bring people in if you want, but there's no like actual focus on, I don't know, uh, like, oh, now it's a matchmaking s game where it's a lot more actiony. They retained the right. gameplay of Dark Souls, I think is what I'm trying to get around to. And it works really well in this open setting. Um, I, I I think as well, like the notes and stuff, they they worked in the original Dark Souls in terms of like, oh, in the level design, it helps you find little secrets and stuff. But now imagine those notes being on an open world map. So they help you find the little secrets here and there in the open world map as well. You'll find a sign and be like, oh, hey, that's someone. And then after the 50th one that you read that says finger but hole, you'll finally find some help that, that, you know, it happens every now and then. Um, I, I don't know. This game has a lot of, uh, depth. I'm trying so hard to not spoil one specific thing, but like, I just want to say like, I found something and went, wait, this game is a lot more in depth than I thought it was like a lot more. And now I'm like really excited and super happy I didn't stream it because there's no way I'm going to. I love moments like that. It's crazy. And I, I want to talk about stuff, but I feel like a lot of it is better when you don't, you know what I mean? Talk about it exactly. I feel like, do you have any questions about it that I can answer spoiler free? No, no. (laughs) Okay. All right. That's fair. Well, I will say is that even on top of all the shit I'm talking about, there's a day and night cycle. So yep, I know that. in case you're curious, some things only happen at a certain time of day. I know. So like it's it's all that shit plus a different fucking time zone thing with fucking like not Majora's Mask schedules, but stuff you could do at different times. I don't know. Yeah. I'm really enjoying it. My character is is really making a lot of those axes. I'm switching axes for different buffs. It's very interesting. Okay. Um I I, I found like 
again, pyromancy is in this game in a weird way. Pyromancy was, uh, like, cause it's weird. Everything in this game, I just call it the Dark Souls equivalent. And I know that pisses everyone off because they're not bonfires. Yeah. They're not, they're not fucking miracles, even though really that's the best name you could use for holy magic, I feel. Uh, but either way, they have their own magic system now, and I'm still trying to get my head around it, but they have their own pyromancy equivalent, which is super cheap, and I love how they kept that, because in Dark Souls, there was a thing where pyromancy was like the everyday man's magic, where anybody right. could use it, even if they had low intelligence or low whatever statistic, whatever. So they kept that as something that you could use for your other builds. So I'd use that a lot when I was like mainly strength build. I would buff with one quick like pyromancy thing just to use a fire blade or something. And they kept that with this game. So I'm really happy that that's included. Um, I know the minute we stop recording, I'm going to be upset that I didn't mention something. But unfortunately, I want to leave as much uh, to the discovery of the. Oh, wait, PSA. I could do this. PSA, if you beat the boss of a specific continent, the main boss of a continent, you cannot uh -huh. uh, summon anybody in that world anymore, in that continent. People could still summon okay. you if they haven't beaten the boss. But if you've beaten the boss in, like, the let's say the main first continent, you cannot summon uh -huh. people anymore because the game categorizes that as you've completed that. Oh, so okay. don't be like me and try to futz around with brawling Bard for literally 45 minutes wondering why signs aren't showing up. Just a quick PSA. Anyway, I'm really enjoying Elden Ring. Uh, fantastic enemy design so far, and I feel like I've barely scratched the surface. So that is all I've got for recents. You ready for news? Yeah. Uh, let me go ahead and get through mine real quick. Uh, okay. I, I have basically the entirety of the state of play, so... <laughs> Okay, <laughs> got it. Jesus. Um, so there's a red band trailer for uh for uh the unbearable weight of massive talent. I saw that. Uh, I'm so fucking excited for this movie. I cannot even begin to properly express how excited. Did you see the trailer I am for this? Uh, no. Okay, then I can't talk about it. I've seen I've seen parts of the trailer. Then I can't talk about it. All right, fine. It's all right. Go for it. It's just the interview again. Oh, I mean, it's just the interview but with Nick Cage and whatever, man, I'll take it. But like, that is essentially uh -huh. the plot again. A little bit. Um, also, most of DC's movies have been pushed back to 2023. Okay. Which is weird. So like The Flash and Aquaman both pushed back to 2023. Strangely enough, Shazam sequel got pulled forward to 2022. Hmm. I can only assume that has something to do with the release of Black Adam, which comes out this year also. They're because like, Black Adam and Shazam are tied characters. Have they ever done that where like they time it in a way where one week one movie shows up and then the second week the the other movie like sequel movie shows up? They wait usually a little while in between. Yes, because the, no, you you're shooting yourself in the foot if you do that. I guess so. Um double bookings. Uh yeah, in other trailers, uh, we also got a trailer for the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. Ah, I love that. Uh, we've got a more, an older looking, grizzled looking uh, Ewan McGregor returning to the role. Uh, and he's fighting Inquisitors and his shit looks dope. I kind of want it to be like that same show I saw him as the fashion designer. And just have him be like having sex with oh. <laughs> random people in the fucking uh, cantina or whatever. Just slutting it up, Obi-Wan style. Let's do it. <laughs> wow. 
Halton, something um, like that. Uh, also, this is just a little tidbit, but uh, due to some leaked promotional material from a thermos of all things, uh, we might have gotten our first look at uh, She-Hulk. Oh, cool. Uh, Tatiana, Tatiana Maslani. There we go. Tatiana Maslani's She-Hulk. Uh, and yeah, it looks pretty good. All right. I'm here for it. I mean, She-Hulk, I think, is long overdue. It's a good character. Yeah. I, but, I literally uh, yeah, she only know her appropriately from, buff. I only know her from Marvel vs. Capcom, really. <laughs> That's fair. Like did it. you not play Ultimate Alliance? She's an Ultimate Alliance. I did not play Ultimate Alliance. I played a little bit with Vinny, and to be honest, it's a pretty fun game. Oh. A lot of mashing A, but it's a pretty fun game. If you play on hard mode, you cannot <laughs> mash A. But anyway. Venom's um, too strong. You don't know. Mm. Oh, Venom is... Anyway, anyway, <laughs> moving along. Um, and that is pretty much the only little tidbits of news. I mean, there's a bunch of Batman-related shit, but who cares? Uh, <laughs> oh, I didn't even realize yes. you just sent me the pictures of She-Hulk. I see it here. Okay, yes. I do. I did, I did, I did, I did. Uh, but yeah, um, last thing, just uh, talking about the Batman... Uh, the, um, I can't speak English. There is a um, a show coming out, or several shows coming out, based on this universe's Batman. Okay. Uh, we know we're getting a Colin Farrell Penguin series on HBO Max. Okay. Which is actually pretty cool. And this, I think, is really neat. They were originally planning a spinoff show called GCPD. Okay. I Gotham City Police Department, which would have basically been what I was hoping Gotham was going to be. Until the Gotham, they just turned it into like a Batman prequel series. Just Law and Order with Commissioner um, Gordon. And a young Bruce Wayne for some reason. Um, huh. But instead, they're switching, uh, they're kind of pivoting on that series. And instead of making a GCPD series, they're making a horror series based in Arkham Asylum. Okay. It's a very... Which I think is kind of cool. That's an interesting direction. I'm trying to see, like, where you frame that. Like, each episode is a different inmate or something like that. Or just Could a, be. a drama in, fuck, like, a Nurse Ratchet situation in Arkham. Well, because this, remember, this is also, like, uh, well, I, you don't know this, but this is Batman in his second year as Batman. So it's pretty young. Uh, so it's possible that this is early on in, like, Arkham really harboring like these true psychopaths that become Batman's rogue gallery. Mm. So it could be something like that where like every episode in the beginning anyway starts to focus on a different inmate or a different patient rather. And it culminates in the first big Arkham breakout. I just I I worry it'll run the risk of it just being fan service each episode. Like they'd have to actually do something with the characters in each yeah. episode. That would be ideal. Rather than just being like, oh, yeah, here's Calendar Man. He's right there. Right. He's got his numbers on his face. Here's Zaz. He's cut himself what a, a bunch. What is this accent you're doing? It's the Gotham. It's the bat. <laughs> you gotta watch it's out. It's the, the Gotham. It's the bat. He's, he's the, the guy who runs every uh, part of Gotham City, including Arkham Asylum. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that is, that's all I got. Nurse what do you got for Gotham. us, Bone King? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the guy that talks like this. He's everywhere. Jeez, well, Batman, thank you for bringing these people. Hey. Oh, thanks, Doc. Thank you so much for saving me. <laughs> Commissioner, you gonna let him get away with that? He's the freaking Batman. My hands are tied. Sorry, Doc. My hands are tied. 
So, All right. <laughs> what do you got, motherfucker? Okay, so um, we had the, the Sony PlayStation State of Play, which I found out later oh. is one of multiple, because this is not the only State of Play. Apparently, they're going to have this kind of broken up, uh, I don't know, like direct style. I didn't know that going in, so... I just found that out now, right. so I don't know. Maybe there's going to be better things in the future. Hey, that sounds like I kind of gave away <laughs> whether it was good or not. Um, so, <laughs> first thing, I'm going to tell you this. This was this was the most surprising and possibly the most uh, shocking one of them all. Are you ready? Uh-huh. Okay. So, we cut to uh, a robot telling us about the dinosaur forecast for today. What? I know. I didn't fucking get it either. But uh, it was like... Is is this... Go ahead. Okay. What? All right, hold on. Let, let me give you a little bit more clues. Some more clues so you can figure it out. Okay. So it's it's showing a bunch of dinosaurs coming in and wrecking shit up. Like a lot of them. Almost like Left 4 Dead swarm style of fucking raptors. It's very... I know. Okay. It's very bizarre. And then when that happens, uh, it, it cuts to the Capcom logo. And I go, oh, shit. Okay, dinosaurs and Capcom. That's that's an interesting combination. Then we cut to uh, some soldiers in black leather, and we pan across all of them. And uh, one of the soldiers actually has short red hair, uh, and she's in the a leather vest. As I, well. I feel like you, I feel like you're setting me up for disappointment. Oh, okay. Because when the title came up, we found out that this was actually the sequel, or not a sequel. This was a uh, uh, Exoprimal, which is a new IP from Capcom about fighting dinosaurs with a short-haired, red-haired protagonist. <laughs> Good night, folks. I just, I don't, I'm like, done. they have to know. They have to know, unless it was just odd timing, which no doubt it was. Like, they probably had no idea that, but, like, people are so starred for a dino crisis that, like, having those three very noticeable things where people are trained to sort of go, oh my gosh, it's a teaser for that. I can pick that up right away. It, it doesn't do well for the title of Exoprimal, because now everyone thinks that, oh, man, I wish it was Dino Crisis. What if it is? It's not. I don't think it is at all, because when you look at the gameplay, it plays like EDF, but with dinosaurs. I know. The EDF. <laughs> the D stands for dinosaur now. Um, the D stands for dinosaur. Earth dinosaur Force. But what if you boot up the game... And you meet that redhead character, and they and her name's Regina. Maybe that'd be a weird ass way to bring this character back, but I'm pretty sure they say the character's name, and it's not that. I don't know. Oh, okay. But then again, I was I was too busy freaking out, like, oh my gosh, is that Regina? But that's a. I feel like that's unfair for the game of Exo Primal to where now yeah. everybody is gonna go, wow, man, I wish it was Dino Crisis, and that's nobody's uh -huh. fault. Other than Capcom. Except Capcom. So you know what? Yeah. I'm not going to even pin that on the fans for having bad expectations. 100%. They, they've been asking for it for a while. And you've given, like, those are some pretty dire, like, fucking descriptions. I feel like it's weirdly specific. Um. Anyway, next game. Uh, Returnal is getting some DLC. It's going to be receiving a oh, co-op cool. campaign. Yeah. Cool. That's actually perfect. I thought, like, in terms of ad uh, additions to Returnal, amazing. People yep. thought it was really hard, and for those people, now you can play it with a friend, and it should be a lot easier. Okay, okay, okay. It's a good okay. idea. Uh, next up yeah. is uh, the Diofield Chronicles. Uh, what? This is a Square Enix um, joint. And, uh, Square Enix? Well, with a name like that, who else could it be? Come on. Diofield Chronicles. The Diofield okay. Chronicles. 
And I mean, I don't think it's Feld. What? <laughs> it's not someone's last name. <laughs> Diofeld, Diofield. I don't know. It's definitely Diofield. Diofield Chronicles. And to be honest, the gameplay actually looks interesting. It's like a tactical. I, I don't know if it's turn based. Seems like it's almost a uh, real time action uh, ATB bar. Stupid stuff. Not even stupid. I love ATB. I don't know why I said stupid. Oh, and it's. Huh? Oh, there's two Squeenix games on the list. Oh, yes. That's the next one coming up. Well, oh. I'll talk about that next. But this yeah, one, yeah. Diofield seems Diofield, Diofield seems really interesting um, with that new kind of tactical. Uh, it almost feels like tactics with ATB, which I'm kind of here for. I can give that a shot. So, you know, what's really interesting, too, is I'm looking at like screenshots of it right now. Uh-huh. And they've definitely got some kind of tilt shift thing going on with the art style where everything looks like miniatures. And I wonder if that's on purpose. Oh, most definitely, because it, it retains that kind of, you know when you play Tactics and all the maps are like on a block in like a void or something yeah. like that? It keeps that, where it has that kind of void around it, I think. No, yeah, I, I know that. But specifically, the way the camera is vignetted on the edges, the way it's like it's focused, it makes it look like everything's small, which is really cool. I mean, I don't Like, it's almost it. like... Like like D D miniatures, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean I don't doubt it. It probably would work really well. I don't know if their models are sprite work. If I recall, that game is sprite work, right? Uh, from it looks like they're CG. Oh no, I'm mixing that up with Triangle Strategy. No, you're right, right. That that this yeah. game was entirely. Uh, I had one bone butt though. I'm not gonna lie. It's about the art stone. Oh. It's very superfluous, and I don't think it really matters. Um, I there's a weird thing when it comes to 3D anime games. It was the same reason why okay. I didn't like the art style to, uh, oh my god, Code Blood or whatever that game was called, where it was the the anime Bloodborne. Fuck, I can't believe it. Code Vein. Uh, it, it, it looks like where the anime faces, they have like a specific shape, you know what I mean? And then they kind of like okay. copy paste Just that Just fill shape. in the features? Yeah, exactly. And they kind of yeah. like fill in the features. And a lot of animes themselves do it. So it's like, I yeah. get what they're doing. But it, it does bother me a little bit when everybody has the exact same jawline. Um, I don't know. Anyway, but that's neither here nor there. It could be interesting. We can't wait to see more. The next Square Enix game we're going to talk about is Valkyrie uh, Elysium. Sorry, sorry. Uh, Valkyrie hmm. Elysium. Any any uh, thought? Well, did you see anything about this or no? I'm, I'm literally just looking at an article as you're talking about this because oh, okay. I didn't see the state of play at all. Oh, that's fair. Okay, so I'll, I'll say my impressions. It actually looks pretty neat. Again, I've been trying to distance myself with Square. I know that sounds kind of rough despite me saying that the games themselves look pretty cool, but I'm just suspicious, okay? But before I get into that, I'll, I'll talk about Valkyrie Elysium. So Valkyrie Elysium seems to be kind of like a... I don't know if spinoff or sequel or something related to Valkyrie Profile series. So that's cool for the fans of Valkyrie Profile. We got a new game there. It looks like it plays kind of like Nier Automata, which I'm a big fan of. So yeah, from what I'm seeing, it does look very similar it's, in terms it's of like the a, way like the camera moves, yeah. the follow, it follows you. It's like a mix of Nier Automata with some maybe a little bit of Fire Emblem and some other who's a what's it's. Oh. There's some combinations going who's here. Who's a what's it's. But, but I have a feeling this is just the Valkyrie uh, profile like art style and they've been doing this for years. So this is just that Fair next enough. iteration, which you know what? That's fine. I'm glad that people are into that. And I don't want to sound negative. Like I already came into this saying that the state of play was bad, but there was like 
it was not for me. Again, this is yet again. It doesn't seem like it was bad. It just doesn't seem like it was overwhelmingly positive. It just seems kind of middle of the road meh. Yeah, and what I what I want to avoid saying is that it was bad. I want to say that right. it was not for me. But the thing is, is that this is yet another showcase that has been not for me. And that's nobody's fault, I feel. But it, it's just not very enthusiastic for me. But then again, Elden Ring came out. I've been having a lot of fun with that. So it'll keep me busy for a good long while. Um, There's one thing on this list. I'm just from the name of it and the screenshots of it. I'm very excited. For I have it. one more thing. But hey, what is it? What is yours? No, go ahead. Well, I'll, I'll 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 mention it when you mention it. Okay. Well, no, the, I, this is my last one that I, I remember writing oh, okay. down. Is the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Cowabunga Collection, which is dope. Yes, I, I'm That's cool. very happy because a lot of those games are like really hard to find. They have fucking tournament fighters mm -hmm. there. Which is like yep. a really hard to find uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles beat uh, fighting game, not beat 'em up. But they do have the beat 'em ups there too. I think they have Turtles in Time and the arcade game, which are both really good games. Um, my one complaint is I don't think it's on the Switch. Oh, what? Yeah, it's only PS4, PS5. No. That is a poor decision, I believe. Uh, at least that's in my opinion. stupid. Yeah. That's really dumb if that's the case. I have a feeling it's like, like that, a, it's a timed exclusive. I have a feeling it'll come later. Ah, uh, fair enough. Because like that's, a, uh, that's such a surefire win, right? Like these would totally run on the Switch and the Switch is built perfectly. in for you to have like the other player for tournament fighters. Well, I don't know. They're doing what they're doing. But was uh, that the game you, you wanted to mention? No. Okay, go for it. So... I don't care much for multiplayer shooters anymore. Like, I kind of burnt myself out on them at a very early age. Okay. It's playing, like, you know, Half-Life, Half-Life Deathmatch, Unreal Tournaments, Counter-Strike, all this shit. So by the time that we got to shit, like, you know, fucking... Hello? Oh, my God. What's what's the game that everyone Hello. plays? Uh, no. Hello 2. Up. Hello 3. Hello Odds. Oh, my God. I'm <laughs> done with you. Uh, whatever. Point is, I was done. But you know how you get me to play a first-person multiplayer shooter? Oh, Ghostwire! You wrap a Gundam thing. You ran. You have a Gundam skin around it. Oh, Gundam Evolution looks dope as fuck. Okay, there's there was another Gundam I game. I think there too. Super here for play. Yeah. Oh, was there? There, I there was a, a fighting like a beat. Not a fighting game, but like a versus game with like a bunch of different Gundams. And I, I thought about. it. I was like, you know, That's I should Gundam get Evolution. It. Is that it? But it's it's it yeah. But it's a first-person shooter. It's a first-person shooter. Yeah. Oh. Where you are a, you are a Gundam. <laughs> oh, that's really interesting. Okay. Yeah. I think it's super cool. So between that and the new Armored Core game we're getting, like all of my mech dreams are are coming true. <laughs> I was going to say like we're finally getting some mech games back. I mean, we did have Titanfall. I, know. I think that was like a big the biggest thing before. I kind of missed like I I missed the whole Titanfall thing. Like I jumped right over it. I never got. Wasn't it like Xbox exclusive as well? No, it was on PlayStation. All right, never mind. I, I didn't play it, let me tell you, so I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, but regardless, there was another, Gundam game, new Armored Core game, pretty happy about there it. There was another game, actually, um, that I forgot to mention from State of Play that they showed more information on, was Ghostwire Tokyo. Ghostwire Tokyo, yeah. And the yeah. more that I'm seeing it, the more I feel like I might get it. It seems like okay. cyberpunk, but for Bone King. Okay, fair enough. Like, it's all, like, the aspects of, like, the first-person huge world of cyberpunk or whatever, but, like, the monster designs and the world design with the weather and the rain, it's just so fucking pretty. I, like, I really want to see it. Also, 
with how much you and Adrian talk about fighting games, the fact that you have failed to mention JoJo's Bizarre Adventure All-Star Battle. <laughs> so, so here's the thing. I want to play that game, but I wonder if that's going to spoil something because I didn't finish season three. It's, yeah. Oh, it definitely. It's got 50 characters exactly. in the roster. So something's definitely going to get spoiled for sure. At the same time, I feel like maybe it'll be a good advertisement for characters, but it does reveal their powers fairly Quickly, uh-huh, so. for sure i don't know it looks really cool people were saying that um it was a good game but it's a port from like a it's like a port with some added characters which is pretty cool which is yeah. what the switch is fucking made for so but anyway uh yeah that's all i have to say about it okie dokie i think that's all i've got to say for my news i think we're ready to move on to our main topic all righty folks catch us in a moment when we talk about our uh dream team our Knights of the Round Table. That's right. Now, if you'll excuse me, I'm going to have a nice, deep hammering session with the blacksmith. One moment. Temper me, daddy! I'm- Hello, everyone. This is the masterful dude of doodliness, the face that runs the place, the host with the most, Adrian Mikewes, and you're listening to the Fan Freaks podcast hosted by the Fan Freaks Facebook group, the home to all freaks and all fandoms alike. Join us at F-A-N-F-R-E-E-K-S Fan Freaks Facebook group. Be there, be square. Attention, attention. It is I, Sir Rude, and your King of Bones would like to say a word to all you knights that have joined us today. I'm sure you're aware of the festering enemy waiting outside our gates. Well, the truth as to why they have approached us is that they want to kill you. So in order to stop them, I have amassed a team, a group, a round table, if you will, to combat them, that hell spawn. That group of skeletons that chose not to join my army. They will learn their lesson. Now come with me. You eight with me, the rest of you with the king. Tally-ho! Wait, tally-ho? <laughs> They'll join my team, thing. damn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, but anyway. Anyway. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Fan Freaks Dream Team, Knights of Your Roundtable. Uh, I That's think this right. is going to be really, really interesting. There's so many knights, and I did my best to not pick them all from the same series. Yeah, I, I I struggled with that too. That's the hardest part of this so, fucking list. So we have gathered sixteen noble warriors. Oh wow! Eight of them good. shall follow shall follow Sir Rude into battle, and the other eight shall follow the King of Bones. That's right. And we will uh, emerge triumphant from the demonic scourge at our gates. I, I I do enjoy the fact that we're fighting something else and not fighting each other. Yeah. <laughs> Of course not. That, oh, might, hell no. that might be the bonus campaign. Who knows? We'll see how we, we handle the <laughs> evil scourge. But anyway, um, how do we want to start this off? Oh, well, hold on. Let's explain what a dream team is. So sure. um, basically, dream team is really simple. We basically pick our own dream team of a selected category. And this time, it's basically knights of the round. So we're going to be picking characters that are knights. They have to be knighted in some way and be a warrior in that kind of regard of a knight. Whichever equivalent of that fucking fantasy universe is a, is a knight. That's basically what I'm trying to get across here like as an example uh for the record austin powers technically counts <laughs> is he's not on anyone's pick? list i don't think but he is knighted no okay. he's not just as because he is technically knighted so I there mean, you go john luke picard i mean no 
I think. No, <laughs> John, no, Patrick, Patrick Stewart, Stewart counts. John yes, Picard is not. But not Picard. You're absolutely right. So, <laughs> it's just all these fictional lights and Patrick Stewart <laughs> sitting there. Hey, man, I, I would count him. I would totally have him on my nights in the Are you kidding? I would take him. Oh, Guy that's can great. Act anything. Uh, all right. So, I, I mean, I could start us off if you want. Go for it. Okay. So basically the idea of this is we're going to be going through our entire teams in one go and then we switch to the other person. Um, yes. And uh, again, I did my best to not pick from the same series. So let's see how well we do. Uh, so starting out with number one, I'm going to start out big. Mm-hmm. In fact, okay. you could even say I start out heavy. Uh, we're going to go with Havel the Rock from Dark Souls. Ooh, no, okay. Everyone it could go, anyone could go Solier, anyone could go Artorius. Dark Souls has a fucking plethora so many. of goddamn knights you can pick from. Just a ton. And it was really hard for me to pick one that I really liked. Because I, I, look, in honorable mention, I'll just do him real quick here. I was going to pick Black Iron Tarkus, who's also another really good knight, who's super fucking badass when you read his backstory. But Havel the Rock... Is basically this basically his whole thing is he's a knight that wore armor so heavy that he was impenetrable. Yeah, and, and he basically his weapon was a dragon tooth because he could w- wave that around. He just he yep. had this sort of infinite carry weight, and I love it because he personifies the game's poise stat and his. Fucking great shield is basically a wall. That is true too. Like he is just that. There's a reason why they call him Havel the Rock. He is not yep. fucking moving, and I love that. But again, he's like almost the personification of one of my favorite aspects of Dark Souls stats is the poise stat, which is your ability to stagger from a hit. So if you have a high poise, you literally won't stagger from like the biggest attacks and you'll just take it. And that was Havel the Rock. So you know what? We're going to need a high defense character. So I'm going Havel the Rock first. Okay. Okay. I like it. So sitting next to Havel the Rock is going to be another kind of rock to the group, but he's the emotional rock. He is someone who takes his job very, very, very seriously, almost too goddamn seriously where he's annoying about it. But hey, I love him either way. The next pick is Adelbert Steiner, my favorite character from Final Fantasy IX. Uh, I love him. Of course. I voiced him with this voice when I did that playthrough on (laughs) Twitch.tv. And he was fantastic. Fucking Steiner. Like, okay, I kind of didn't like him at first because he is so anal about everything. And, you know, I'm not usually against anal, but, like, he is just Uh, so fucking on top of everything. Well, no. Uh, He just won't leave things alone, and he almost gets annoying with it. But he has a really good arc. Like, his character actually goes somewhere in terms of trusting people, and I like that. And you know what? Having an emotionally sound warrior at the table is probably a good fucking idea with all these other hulks. Edelbert Steiner. Steiner's pretty yeah, great. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, and um, oh, there was a boy. lot of other picks okay. for this. Like, I could have gone Galoof. I could have gone... And no, I didn't go fucking Kane. Or not Kane. Well, I didn't go Kane or Cecil. Sorry, buddies. I'll explain that another day. <laughs> um, so, next on my list, sitting next to Steiner... <laughs> Is going to be, and this is mainly just because the performance I really enjoyed. I'm going to go with William Wallace from Braveheart. (laughs) I, okay. This guy is ruthless. 
I really it's fun that, that we both have fictional versions of real people on our list. Well, those are, I mean, that's kind of legends, you know, the legends of knights. That's yeah. kind of how they start. They There's like some sort of fucking super strong warrior on the battlefield, and then they realize they're not as good as Lu Bu. That, that <laughs> oh, look out, it's Lu Bu. Uh, anyway, wow. but uh, that's a Dynasty Warriors reference for you. Anyway, fucking, yeah, but anyway, William Wallace uh, from the movie Braveheart, portrayed by Mel Gibson. We're going to have an episode about mm-hmm. problematic things at some point. <laughs> <laughs> Mel Gibson's yeah. up there, but we can't deny that he gave a pretty damn good performance in Braveheart, despite his extremely uh, horrible, horrible person and morality. Um, regardless of that, we're not going to get into that. We're going to talk about William Wallace, a great, uh, oh gosh. A great warrior that fucking kind of uh, was like the leader of the rebellion, kind of like the spirit in its entirety. And you'd think the movie would end at a certain point, but no. (laughs) (laughs) There's more to tell. His influence keeps going even further than you think it would. And that's all I'll pretty much say about that. Um... I, uh, I, I don't want to get too much into like where he's specifically from because I'm definitely going to sure. get that wrong and I don't have it right in front of me. But he is a fucking incredible warrior and we're going to move on to the next one. Uh, next up, sitting next to him, is going to be Hector from Fire Emblem. Now, okay. Fire nice Emblem one. has a lot of characters. A, like, just an ass ton. Like, even more so than Dark Souls in terms of knights. It is literally yeah. just anime personalities in terms of just making them fight each other's in a war. It's very interesting. But Hector, Hector is this, basically he's one of the main three protagonists in Fire Emblem. I guess it's just called Fire Emblem in the USA release, but it's called Fire Emblem, uh, not Blazing Sword. It's the other Blazing Dragon, something like that. Anyway, it's the first GBA title that we got in America. Um, Yeah. And uh, Hector is one of the three characters, the other being Lin and Eli Wood, and and Hector being the third. Now, Lin uses a sword, Eli Wood, Wood, excuse me, uses a sword, and then later on- Elijah Wood. Eli Wood, thank you. Eli Wood. (laughs) um, But then Hector is is a fucking axe, okay? I said Elijah Wood. Oh, no, that's uh, I don't think he was a knight either. He just had hairy toes. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, so why I love Hector so much is he was kind of this um, brazen, dashing lord character where every other mm-hmm. lord in that game was like, oh, I am born of nobility and I must fight for my father's sake. And even fucking Lynn, who later on discovers something about her, I guess I won't say now. She even is still really polite and whatever. But fucking Hector didn't give a shit, man. So much so that if you level him up all the way, his defense stat is just absurd. There is mm. there is a mission in that game because every character has a campaign. And you can continue with Lynn's campaign. You can continue with Eli Wood's campaign. Or you can beat both of those and play Hector's campaign. And there is a mission in Hector's campaign where... He literally starts in a throne room, right? And you have to stay on top of that throne while over 30 enemies attack you. And and your defense stat is so high that you can actually take it. And there's there's a meme image somewhere online, and I'll show it to you later, where it takes a screenshot of that stage and Hector on the throne, and it just says in bold text, like I give a fuck. (laughs) 
<laughs> Amazing. Like, dude, you'll find a theme about just heavy warriors. I like that a lot. They're very stoic. Will they be able to cross a river? Gee, Probably you not. like the big guys? That's so weird. Shocking, am I right? That's so strange. Speaking I of, never would have expected. Speaking of, he becomes a daddy and gets a beard later in, in Sacred Oh Blade. my God. So just saying, anyway. Of course he does. Uh, he's actually pretty hot. Anyway, moving on. Sitting next to Hector is going to be Siegfried uh, from Soul Calibur. Uh, mm -hmm. Now, this is sort of a double pick, and I'm kind of cheating, because Siegfried is kind of two characters in one. Uh, oh, <laughs> all right. Do I, uh, do yeah, I allow I so. him to be tainted whenever he wants and switch over to Nightmare? Maybe. Maybe I can do that. He can switch. But no, if I do have to pick, I'm going to go with, with Siegfried just because I yeah. actually main Siegfried in Soul Calibur 4 okay. and 5. He's a great character. I used him in Mitsurugi a lot. Um, and he's kind of like, his whole thing is he is like this, uh, I believe, German knight who gets tempted by the Soul Calibur. Um, well, the Soul Edge, because that's the fucking mm -hmm. thing. And it's all fucking evil, and it infects him, and he becomes Nightmare, which becomes like a Black Knight kind of character, and he's fucking badass too. So both of them are really cool, and they're both kind of the same guy, so that's why I feel like I'm cheating. Uh, he uses a big fuck-off sword, gotcha. except when you're playing Soul Calibur. He does use a big fuck-off sword. Except when you're playing Six, then he uses literally like a crystal entity thing. It's very strange. I don't, I'm not a big fan of that sword design, but whatever, that's what they went with. Uh, and anyway, he's a great character. Um, moving on to my next character. I'm, this is kind of a weird pick, but it's fuck still it. a sword, though, isn't it? The big crystal thing. The big crystal. It is. It's classified as a great sword in the game. Yeah, but it, it doesn't look like it. It's like it's. It makes no sense. But that's kind of why I like like Japanese designed uh, fantasy swords. I, I just love the way that they they look. Like Dark Souls has a lot of great designed swords. Soul Calibur has a lot of great designed weapons. In fact, Soul Calibur's whole fucking mo are the weapons. That's like the main yeah, design true. feature of that game. Uh, but either way, Siegfried's a fun character. Um, I really hope there's you know speaking of games that need like another resurgence, there needs to be an update to Soul Calibur. They've been using the same assets oh. for the past three games or so. And it's been kind of... It does, yeah. Yeah. But either way, moving forward, sitting next to Siegfried is going to be a kind of weird pick. And I don't know if you're going to know this at all. In fact, I, I mean, I could show it to you, I suppose. I could... Uh, go ahead. Just say it. I, okay, fine. It's going to be uh, Caius, the Shadow Monarch. Uh, he is from Yu-Gi-Oh. Caius, the Shadow Monarch? He is from Yu-Gi-Oh. That sounds so familiar. He is from Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, basically, he is one of the monarchs, and monarchs are like my favorite deck uh, in, in Yu Gi Oh! Next to fucking Skull Servants. I take that back. Skull Servants are my favorite. But I really enjoy the. the Got it. This archetype. Um, okay. You see it? Now, wait a second. There. Yes. But his name is the Shadow Monarch. Oh, they're kings? That doesn't count? Yes. He's not a knight, he's a king. Uh. The thing is, is that he kind of is because the fucking uh, underworld monarch apparently is the one in charge. So there's a bigger one. Yeah, but you can have other monarchs that serve under primary monarchs, but that doesn't make them knights. They're monarchs. Shit. That makes. Oh, you know what? Fine. Yeah, that's upsetting. That's upsetting. And that actually is a big blow because I think he's one of my favorite suit of armor designs like ever he is dope i love that fucking uh, uh armor design but you know what you just you know you inspired me with another one in fact this is who's gonna take his place tell me tell me instead of caius i'm gonna go with bucket knight 
from Oh, uh, nice. Wait, well, hold on. What do you know Buck at Night from? Isn't that or, or is is it not Adventure Time? No. See, or not Adventure Time. Uh okay, sorry. It's okay. I have a feeling this character like the name shows up around. I mean, it's just a Bucket Night, like why not? But no, my Bucket Night is from Rule of Rose. Rule of Rose. So, in Rule of Rose, the save points are Bucket Nights. They are just these like makeshift knights made out of uh, a fucking uh, a broom and a and a bucket. However, Yes, they do. Yes, they do serve uh, a hierarchy, the fucking uh, the Red Cran aristocrats, despite them not being a fucking actual like kingdom. Sure. But they do run a kingdom and it is the entirety of that no, goddamn blimp. No, but, but my, my, my problem, Bone King. Yes. Is that we are fighting a demonic scourge and you have enlisted the help of a broom. I'm sorry. You want to fight a fucking hell spawn and not save our game before? <laughs> to be fair though if i i feel like even if that wasn't the case I, I would totally put him on a list of my favorite knights in fiction because he has this dialogue that really you wouldn't think would even be there wait what do you mean he has dialogue uh, yeah rule of rose is a really interesting game <laughs> what the fuck do you mean he has dialogue? everything talks it's a bucket and a broom the scissors talk the fucking yeah, bucket talks. Everything talks. Oh, fuck you. Everything talks in that game. I'm serious. Like, it's a, it's a, a fucking actual thing within the world of you, Rule of Rose. It's very awesome. You know what's worse than running with scissors? Running with talking scissors? Scissoring with the runs. <laughs> Beautiful. Thank you. But uh, I'm going to give this to Bucket Knight. He, he's a great save oh point and a stalwart companion. Definitely got me through uh, a lot of difficult situations of Rule of Rose. And he serves a Red Crayon Aristocrat Club, so it counts. Uh, Amazing. Next pick. This is actually a really emotional one. Um, I, I'm wondering how to approach this. So I didn't pick Galu for Final Fantasy V because he wasn't here okay. for the full part of the game. Uh, and I can't say... Okay, I'm sorry. I have to do this. This is this is a very necessary part. Fuck. Is that bad? Spoilers for Legend of Dragoon? Oh. Uh, I'll leave it up to you, man. I would be fine with it, though. In Legend of Dragoon, there's a character named Lavitz. He is mm -hmm. a fantastic character, and he is a, a, a buddy. He is a stalwart companion, and he really plays off of Dart, who, who kind of plays off this generic trope of like, I'm a wandering warrior, and I live in the forest with the animals and the trees. Yeah, That's Dart, and he does that. But Lavitz is such mm -hmm. more of a down-to-earth character. He, you know, he lives in the castle town. He's literally employed as a knight because he's been doing his best. He lives with his mom, like, near the castle in the fucking residential section. He's, he's trying to become the best knight he can be, and he's even kind of a famous knight. He's done some good stuff. But he's just, uh, I don't want to say jobber, but he feels relatable in that sense, where, like, he's... He's working. He's just trying to be a paragon. And he's not a fucking idiot about it too much either. He feels like a realistic guy who wants to do good. Now. I like it. He's given okay. the, the, the fucking wind dragoon spirit. And that's an awesome ability. And I think it's a great design too. I love his abilities themselves. Harpoon! Fantastic. He's got some great name calls. Play Legend of Dragoon. That game's fantastic. And Lavitz with the wind dragoon spirit is my next pick. I think that was a good yeah. way to talk about it without it being too spoilery. I agree. There's a lot there. There's a lot that goes into that. Uh, moving on. Now, this is another very emotional pick. 
and it is my last. So wait, one. Uh, what number are you? This on? is my last one. Oh, it's your this last is one. Number okay. eight. So, um, I think about it sometimes, and it's it's weird because it's like how I found out about this character. Um, somebody once told me that the world was going to roll me, and that I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. Oh my god. <laughs> That's right. My number eight pick is going to the green boy himself, Sh- Shrek. That's your powerhouse of the group for sure. This is your 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 ace in the hole. That's absolutely. <laughs> he can kill people with his farts canonically. That's right. It's there. He's very defensive of his swamp. It's my swamp. Fucking, uh, he'll be backed up by fucking Smash Mouth. I mean, that's pretty much like, if I had to think about a bard to give bardic inspiration, I mean, Smash Mouth is pretty much up there, right? <laughs> I, it's just kind of like medieval Smash Mouth follows him into combat. Um, but no, I mean, yes, this is obviously a little bit more of a comedic pick, but it is interesting that he does kind of qualify. He was hired. He's almost like a mercenary, but he was like quickly knighted. <laughs> yeah. No, he was knighted. He is a knight. So that's an interesting Shrek thing. definitely counts. Yeah, and uh, I mean, I, I I wanted to give like another bigger, grander pick or something like that. But most of the characters, and that's what made this kind of hard for this list. And I'll recap them here. Um, first, we've got Havel the Rock from Dark Souls. We've got <laughs> the way I wrote it here is actually interesting. Hold on, I'll skip that. Uh, we got Albert uh, Adelbert Steiner from Final Fantasy IX. We got William Wallace mm-hmm. from Braveheart. We got Hector from Fire Emblem, which, God, there's so many picks from Fire Emblem. Uh, Siegfried from Soul Calibur. Uh, we got Bucket Knight from Rule of Rose. Kind of really happy about that one now. And we got Lavitz from Legend of Dragoon. Um, and then the last pick, of course, was Shrek. Now, I want to say why it was so difficult. Because I found that all my favorite suits of armor and what I thought were knight characters were not knights. They just mm-hmm. had armor. They were mercenaries in some way. So I've got to find some other way to talk about the Dark Souls Pharaoh armor set because no one wore that shit. <laughs> <laughs> so that'll have to be another time. But um, yeah, no, I mean, ultimately, I think I did a pretty okay job and there are other characters I could bring up. But you know what? I'll save it for the Redux. So how about yeah. you, Dr. Rude? What you got for me for your Knights of the Round Table? Okay. So first, I am going to assign one man to be my lieutenant. To be at my right hand and lead my uh, and lead my warriors into battle. Was I supposed to do this? No. Well, because I will. Bucket Knight. Okay. Who? Bucket Knight. Oh God damn it! <laughs> Does he move? Uh, yeah, he's always around. He's in multiple rooms. Is it the same Bucket Knight or no is it different knows, Bucket Knight? No one knows his sorcery. Okay. He's very adept. He appears in rooms. I fucking hate you so much. <laughs> Fucking night's awesome. Fuck you. <laughs> there is no one I would rather have lead my men into into combat than a member of the Fellowship of the Ring. It's fucking Boromir. Okay, cool. I, I'm glad one of us brought a fucking actual Lord of the Rings character. <laughs> yeah, I thought about Aragorn, but no. Like, I think Boromir has 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 the better uh, tenure as a as a leader. Meaning, I think he he's got it in him. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Sure. Super loyal, a great fighter. I, again, I, I can't think of anyone else I'd rather like lead my army with. How many you know of the I mean? fellowship are actually knights? Uh, technically three, I think. Like what? Gimli, Legolas, and Aragorn, right? Yeah, and Boromir. So four. Oh, and Boromir. Okay, yes. Sorry, four we of them. Boromir. Yeah. <laughs> we all forget about Boromir. 
That's who my pick is. My pick is Boromir. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm fucking wrong. And, and technically, oh, I don't know if he's part of the. He's not part of the. Uh, the fellowship though. Faramir is the uh, the archer. Right, his brother. Right, right. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, that's my first pick is Boromir. He's gonna, you know, help me lead my 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 warriors into combat. I probably should have so. picked William Wallace for that, but no, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I would think so. He's kind of known for that. But what's no, who's next? Who's setting next to him? So, uh, a good key to winning combat is unexpected tactics. So, like unexpected fighting styles, maybe weapons that your enemy doesn't know how to how to how to counter. Exotic weaponry. Yes, and I don't think there's much more exotic weaponry than a shovel. <laughs> so the Lord of Shovelry himself is the Shovel Knight. I mean, how do you counter like them pogo on you? Like pogoing exactly. on you? Exactly. There's no way to avoid that. What are you gonna do? Step out of the way? He'll just jump on top of you again. Exactly. And not just that, like it's not just his shovel. He's got a whole slew of like magical items that he can use against you. Mm. He's got, you know, all kinds of fireballs and spells and dashes and all kinds of cool shit he can do mm. i don't know he's got like a lot in his arsenal and he's very like loyal he's very quiet and he's bound by the code of chivalry wow um, wow jesus christ he is <laughs> just like uh, how my sh my bucket knight is a paladin uh! <laughs> Oh no! Is that a thing? Is that really a thing? No, I just that was you gotta admit that was good for on the fly. You came up with that? Yeah. That was good. Thank you. That was good. That a paladin. Oh Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. He returns like Ken of the White. He returns as paladin. Uh, uh. <laughs> oh he, okay. all of a sudden he's become my favorite knight so far, Colin. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Okay. So, another uh, way to ensure victory mm. is to have soldiers that just don't die, man. Okay. And if we're going with soldiers that just don't die, who better than Sir Daniel Fortesque? Mm-hmm. I say Fortescue, but you know what? This is, is it Fortescue? I thought it was Fortescue. I remember them saying Daniel Fortescue. But either way, I I, I see you, you right. stealing my skeleton warrior. That's how it is. The I'm Bone King. Sorry. Okay. That's fine. That's okay. You can take him. One of my earliest, you know, one of my earliest memories of playing like on the PlayStation though mm. is that one demo disc that had like the demo for Medieval yes. and Tomb Raider and a bunch of other shit on it. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean. You know, fighting an evil sorcerer is like Knight 101. <laughs> and Sir Daniel here's got that in spades with fucking Zarok. I, I mean, I love his design so much, but then again, I am very biased as the And not King. just that, dude. His oh. ability like I remember when I was first playing the game and I realized that when you've broken your weapon and he uses his fucking arm as a club, uh -huh. that's so fucking cool. He's very determined. Like, exactly. He's determined. He's here to fight. And again, he's not going to talk back because he doesn't speak. Well, uh, <laughs> it's good that you brought the best warrior from PlayStation All-Stars. That's very important. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, so who's next to him? Yeah. So, so that's Sir Daniel. Okay. So there are a lot of knights in anime. Jesus. That is, yes, that is a true statement. Yes. Like that could honestly be its own episode we almost. Could've. I agree. So yes. I've narrowed it down to one. Shit, there's a lot of knights in this series alone. <laughs> but the thing about this series too, and this is what I was talking about, based like how you have one based on a real historical figure. Okay. So the whole point of the Fate series is that they have these historical warriors fight these long-ass wars, basically. Okay. So the character I've chosen is an Irish warrior named Cucullin. Yeah, I'm butchering that, and I'm sorry. That's a great persona, but too, by the way. Just saying. The, yeah? <laughs> well, the character in, Fates, in, in Fate, course, his name course. is Lancer. Oh, there you go. Uh, and he would be, he's very much going to be kind of the more cocky, like lighthearted member of the group. He's very, he has kind of like that Goku thing uh-huh. where he want, he looks for a good fight. Like he so relishes dumb? in. Uh, so so he's bit. actively handicapping the entire world just because he wants a good fight. No, not quite that extent, <laughs> but it's more like, you know, kind of like, uh, like Legolas and Gimli. Uh-huh. Like how they like make a competition of war. Uh-huh. He's kind of like that too. So wait, where where is Kukulin's a uh, Irish? Yes. Yes. Okay. I find it very interesting. You have an Irish warrior, and I have a Scottish warrior. I know. Just very like well known opposite sides here. That's cool. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. We'll bring those sides together for this against the. Uh, but yeah, and he's also got like his uh, his weapon is a spear, despite the fact that his name is Lancer. Well, what do you think uh, of Lance? Oh well, Lance is kind of no. like a spear similar but it's technically it's a sword which is weird uh really you think yeah 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 i i now that i'm starting to think about it i thought the whole difference of what a lance is is that it was meant for like horseback it's like a different kind of construction yeah but think about where you hold a lance from Uh, but you hold a sword from your hip what like holding it like from no but you but you hold but, but you hold a lance but uh, below the guard and at the pommel. Well, I hold a lance like this, and then I can. All right, <laughs> no, I'm not. Nope, absolutely not. Jokes We're that the audience on. can't hear. <laughs> yeah. See, he's another one has a very strict code that he follows, uh-huh. uh, and he's very confident in his ability. And again, he's got like he's got a non-standard weapon, and you know, lances aren't seen a lot. Not lances, uh, uh, fucking I can't speak English. Uh, spears. Spear? Okay. Uh, yeah, they're not the most common weapon on the battlefield out there. And, you know, he's got range. He's got speed. He's super fast. Uh, I, yeah, I feel canonically like in real world spears are used quite like that is a very famous weapon with with real oh, yeah, world. Absolutely. army. But in animes, you're right. They no one ever wants to use the spear. <laughs> like it's always the main character with this fucking broadsword. The weird thing is, is that he's one of two Kukulans in fate. Huh? Yeah, fate gets really confusing after a while. Uh, <laughs> or mean, not even after a while, right when you jump into it, if I'm honest with you. Uh, <laughs> it just can't be any weirder than the buckets. I'm specifically going by the Lancer one. Uh, yeah, he's awesome. Love Lancer. He's one of my favorites. Nice. So, so who's up next? We're going to move on to one of my favorite characters in video games. When you go to the, lead, the the main character of this series, he's known for being fast. 
Are we, we really character. talking about Sonic the Hedgehog? Sonic and the Black Knight? I'm talking about Knuckles. <laughs> In the comics, Sally Knight's Knuckles. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> because cause if I recall... Knuckles so, like had a suit of armor ahead. in Sonic and the Black Knight as well. So you're not talking about I think that. So one. no, okay. in the comics he is a knight of the kingdom of Acorn. Okay, that's uh, fair. Uh, and again, he's like he's li- like he's literally got like chaos powers. I mean, it's it's just like m- the way I know Knuckles is nowhere yes. near that. I don't know comic book Knuckles because there's there's so many different versions of that going on. But like. I guess he could be a knight. I just know that he likes to sit around the Master Emerald all day, which is probably not what he's doing here. <laughs> no. At one point in the comics, he's also a cyborg. He looks dope as fuck. Fucking oh, I remember that, that. He gets his eye shot yeah. out or something. Yeah. If I recall, doesn't uh, Sonic do it? I don't remember. It would, someone told me so that like, Sonic did it because he was aiming at Robotnik and then ended up hitting him. It was some weird thing. But anyway. I don't remember. Um... But yeah, and you want to talk about there? You've got some brute strength there, because it is like canonically stated that he is as strong as Sonic is fast. <laughs> That's not a hyperbolic statement that could be used. In no. Any- <laughs> so like when he goes into his chaos form, as opposed to it boosting Sonic speed, it boosts his strength even further. Chaos form is that different from Hyper Knuckles? Uh, basically the same thing. Oh, okay. All right. I, I, I don't know. What they call in the comics. comics can bring in it's, all. He could get it, the venom. It's the same thing. Who knows? <laughs> I should draw that. As far as I know, someone probably already has. Anyway. <laughs> so, yep. I've got Knuckles, the echidna. Just and again, he's got no swords, nothing. He's just going in there like Tifa, just fists. That is a very interesting pick. I, I would never have thought to use Knuckles that way. <laughs> Now, there's going to be some people disappointed that I don't have an entry from Hollow Knight in my list. Hmm. But here's my thing. All the characters in Hollow Knight are actually insects. Hmm. Like, they're like tiny, tiny little things. Why does that stop them from being knights? It doesn't stop them from being knights, but they're... they. They don't, we don't, I don't know that they can actually fight like regular sized demons is my point. Hey, look, you can make use out of someone who can shrink down and climb into someone's butthole. Did you not watch <laughs> Infinity War uh, Endgame? No? What, what a disappointment. I'm just saying. <laughs> anyway. So no, my, uh, my next pick. This is another one that I struggled to pick only one of, so I kind of lied when I said I only had one anime pick because this That's is actually fine. anime. I lied. I brought uh, a whole bunch of characters in when I shouldn't have. <laughs> but in the kingdom of the digital world, Digimon, <laughs> there are digital. correct. <laughs> there are the royal knights, the okay. most sacred guardians there to protect the digital world, and they are the deities of the computer network. Pretty cool. Among them, uh, there's uh, and they uh, they were started by Imperial Jamon, who was gonna be my original choice. But my favorite two Digimon before I, I fell in love with Tentamon were Agumon and Greymon, or uh, Agumon and Greymon. Fucking a. Uh, <laughs> now I'm all, uh, sorry, Agumon and uh, fucking Garurumon. I, I don't uh, know these, so I'm like, Waru, Garuru, Agu. No, I'm trying to remember his fucking... His I, I know there's Metal Greymon. Yes. 
But anyway, the point is, uh, WarGreymon and uh and Metal Garurumon, they fuse and become Omnimon. Jeez. And he's literally what? No, I'm gonna check it out. I'm looking at it now. Oh yeah, he literally has like one arm is the Garuru cannon, and the other arm is the gray sword, oh, and it's God. fucking awesome. Uh, I, oh and yeah, God. dude. Dragon arm. Of what? What? No, it's what? just like he's such a. I, I, it's it's such an anime design where he has like the two opposite sides of light and dark on each of his arms. Like it is a pretty well, cool design. I'm not gonna lie. Well, but Garurumon isn't really dark. It's just their color. Oh, I it's, just mean the really, color really, scheme. I have no idea who I these know. characters actually are. So, uh, but yes, uh, he was a fusion of the Virus Buster, War Greymon, and Metal Garurumon. Um, okay. He was literally like people like unlike the other knights who were like their own Digimon. Mm-hmm. Like people literally willed him into being, and like the hero that emerged was Omnimon. Um, and yeah, he's just like supposed to be like the ultimate form of like vaccine Digimon. Like he's supposed to be like vaccine Digimon. That's right. Cause they have digiviruses <laughs> and shit. Yeah. The, the, the Digimon come in vaccine in a uh, virus or, uh, I forget what the other one is. But called not right if now. you're wearing your mask. It reduces the spread, so it's okay. Uh, <laughs> real life. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, um, but yeah, so that is that is Omnimon. He is like I said, he's he's got this aside from his dope ass design. Um, he's just so like, you know, like, oh, we we wished him into existence. Mm, mm, that's fair. OK. And my last two have a minor connection and that they have experience with the type of creature that we're fighting. OK. Because we said there's a demonic horde at our gates, right? Right. Skeletons that haven't joined my side, correct? You you know who has fought the Scourge of the Demon Realm? Oh. It is Arthur from Ghosts and Goblins. Oh my gosh. You might want to invest in some better armor for him, though. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, <laughs> the tidy whities probably aren't. We need to get him past the tidy whities And uh, once he's armored up, though... Him and that Lance. Oh, boy. Oh, th- what, one Lance? I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Just tossing <laughs> them. So many things to toss. Uh-huh. He's great. He's Where does he great keep pick. them? Huh? Where does he keep them? I... I don't know. I mean, maybe that's why whenever he gets hit, his armor just immediately falls off because he just tucks it all inside and the slightest <laughs> touch just makes it all burst out. Let's just put it in. But then he still uses it even without his armor. So I don't. Yeah, I don't know how that works. <laughs> it's either a pocket dimension or, you know, <laughs> or another kind of pocket dimension. If you know what I'm saying, either way, Arthur's a great pick. And I mean, we know that he's got like we know he can fight all kinds of enemies because he's in Marvel versus Capcom three. Oh, he holds his own. Oh, he's he's actually weirdly enough, he's a zoner I don't play. He's he's okay. too zony for even me. Too zony. That's right. He's too zony for even me. His mobility is really low, and I don't oh. like that. But he could do a lot of fucking annoying shit. So I don't know. Just saying. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the, the man has faced Satan himself, so, you know, he definitely <laughs> deserves a spot on the list. Red armor is so cool, uh, besides, that's not Satan, I know, but red armor is another thing he fights, and I love that design, it looks really cool. 
Then, last on my list, we it looks like we're losing the war. Oh, oh, the so D- my guys are losing all of a sudden. Cool. All of our guys are losing. <laughs> all of our guys are losing. Oh, but you're mm, mm, okay. And and off in the distance is Bucket Knight. <laughs> he comes to <laughs> save everyone. Yep. <laughs> Sorry, no. go ahead. Who's your fake? So it looks like it looks like it's 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 not going well for us. Mm-hmm. The demon scourge is overcoming, and then all of a sudden, heavy metal music starts playing, and you hear a shotgun cock, and you turn around, and it's the fucking Doom Slayer. All right, okay, so he's not a yes, knight. he is a knight. All right, are we talking about new Doom Slayer? No, uh, first off, it's the same character. I, it's, I have the fucking manual for Doom, okay? You are a uh-huh. space marine that is sent in to clean up the mess on Mars. And then you get stuck an ardent dinner. Okay, and while you're at the end of Doom, you're stuck on ardent dinner. Uh-huh. And there, you, you get the attention of King Novik. Who deems you worthy to join the fucking Night Sentinels and knights you a Night Sentinel? In Not only does he knight you as a Night Sentinel, but he makes you the chosen guard, uh, the chosen uh, warrior. In Doom One, I don't recall any of this. Not in Doom One. This is all from Doom Twenty Sixteen. Oh, okay. That that's what I mean. That's not. That's not. That's not the same thing. Okay, he eventually I, gets knighted. I guess. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I said I specifically. That's why I specifically said the Doom Slayer and not Doom Marine, because that's the title that he gets after he's oh, this, knighted. This one stings in my brain a little, but okay, okay, I'll let you. Yeah, go for it. Go state your case. Look, man, <laughs> in the fucking lore, he is knighted. He wields the crucible. He is a fucking Night Sentinel. He leads the Night Sentinels in the combat. I don't want to hear it. He just becomes a paladin in the fucking 2016 newer yeah, ones. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I guess uh, I get it, it, it almost feels like a completely different character. No, it's like we go from it, Doom Marine. It, it's like if it's like if Jay, uh, JJ Blaskowitz from Wolfenstein, uh-huh. there was like a Wolfenstein sequel and all of a sudden Nazis are in space. And now he has like a well, magical girl transformation. He's like a brand for the, new for the record. Like, do, the Doom Marine is JJ Blaskowitz's great grandson. Oh, so they even connected it. Really? Oh yeah, that's cool. I actually didn't know that. Command, Commander Keen, uh, he's Commander Keen's son, and no. Commander Keen is JJ Blaskowitz's great grand uh, grandson. Did I hope these are all different skins on Doom Eternal's multiplayer or something? <laughs> that would be fucking awesome. If you need skins, <laughs> that would be great. Fuck the unicorn uh, skin or whatever. Like, do that. Oh no, I'm sorry. the The Doom Marine is the grandson of Commander Keen and the great great grandson of BJ Blaskowitz. Okay, um, interesting. But yeah, dude, you want to talk about someone who is equipped to take on a demonic horde? Yeah, I mean, he does get stylish extra bonus kills, so I mean, that does count. Uh-huh. And you're just so lucky that they decided to build, build <laughs> upon his backstory that now you're able to I use him. Know. That's so, all right, <laughs> fine. It's like <laughs> it's like a, a retcon profession. I don't know. Uh-huh. It's interesting. It's interesting. That's cool. That That is an interesting pick. I, I definitely didn't see that coming. I'm just saying, like, imagine, like, your warriors, like, everyone's used to, like, they're all fighting with swords and shit. And then suddenly here comes 
fucking coming on in i i don't know i feel like so go ahead and say all your characters together actually okay so uh i'm going with boromir shovel knight sir daniel fortescue uh lancer knuckles the echidna omnimon uh sorry arthur of from ghosts and goblins and finally the doom slayer i feel like we have such a uh, interesting blend of characters. <laughs> We're like Shrek rubbing shoulders with fucking Doomslayer, okay, uh-huh. and like Knuckles with William Wallace. This is this is all very. Itch- I, I I that's the one I picked. I know, but uh, instead of Cucullin, I know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but still, like I, I think we hit a lot of good points. There's a there's so many knight characters, but funnily enough, you'll start thinking about it, and you realize, hey, some of these characters aren't knights. So I'd like to talk about a character with you. Who I thought about adding oh. to the list, and I was like, I'm not sure okay. if this would work. Uh, Link, right? Like, I mean, at least in one of his iterations, he's a knight, though. In, in Breath of, of the Wild, yes. he's a knight. But in, in the and majority well, wait a minute. of them, hang on. No, in the majority of them, they are essentially he's just born into it, and then he meets with Zelda, who doesn't give him any status at all. Like. Ocarina of Time, I was fucking around trying to get favors for people. I wasn't a knight at all. You know what I mean? So, like, those kind of games, it was just predestined by fate. And I realized a lot of my favorite characters were actually mercenaries. So, I guess we'll do, like, a Dream Team Mercenary Squad at some point. We could do that. We could do the fuck out of that. Yeah, that's actually another pick. But I think... Yeah, I... Wait, what about in Skyward Sword? No, he's not no, a knight. He's in Skyward a fucking Sword. school student. Yeah, unless they're training yeah, so knights no. of the whatever. It's it's all yeah maybe, but even then, still, it's only Breath of the Wild where he's officially a knight. Now, yeah. so that's why I mean, believe it, believe it. I definitely thought about using Link. I love that character to death, and he sort of does the same function as a knight for the kingdom, except he doesn't get paid. So that's <laughs> yeah. uh, that kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't get paid and you skip my childhood? Radical. (laughs) Awesome. Thanks for that. (laughs) Anyway. But, uh, yeah. Let us know what characters you guys would like to have fight the demonic horde at our gates by tweeting at us. At FanFreaks. That's F-A-N-F-R-E-E-K-S on Twitter. You can also check out our website, FanFreaks.com, to get some updates on stuff going on with this podcast and our sister podcasts. Or, I mean, our other podcast, because you got Eagle and Wolf on there also. No, and the sister ones. Uh, Why not? Fuck it. Everyone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, you can also fi- uh, tweet at us individually. You can find me at Dr. That's D-R. Rude MD on Twitter. And you can find me at Bone King TV on Twitch and Twitter. I believe it is time for our shout outs. It is. Uh, I'd like to go ahead and, as usual, shout out our, our, uh, our hunt boys, Jeff, Justin, Scott, thank you guys so much for listening. You guys are fantastic. Uh, my sister Cheyenne, they're incredible. Uh, we, uh, we we were talking a little bit recently uh, about uh, about some of our 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 past up of the more recent episodes. Uh-huh. And, uh yeah, they they they've got some words for you, Bone King. Well, what did I do? Oh God, what we'll else? talk about it later. Uh, man, you uh, think I know what the hell I'm doing? Come on. but uh and we'll go ahead and uh go ahead and uh, give a a shout out to all of our freaks out there who listen in every week you guys are fantastic uh nicholas you're a take thank you so much bud uh jesus valentine go fuck yourself uh (laughs) i'm glad you remembered 
our sis, our our sister podcast, Robots Don't Age. You guys are all fantastic. Thank you guys so much. Uh, who am I missing that Adrian usually does? I mean, he usually tries to steal Lindsay misleading from him uh, from me. So you know what? You I'm know what? Here. You can have her. Thank you. Thank uh, you for not perpetuating this cycle. Of, I know. Of stolen. Uh, Paul, thank out. you so much. All of you guys, you're all fantastic. Who do you got, Bone? I got Lindsay misleading. Love you so much. We had a really funny talk about um, West Side Story. And I I actually want to have an episode about musicals here, but I really don't Let's know. Let's do it. Do you like musicals? Yes, we okay. talked about this. Then we should totally do a musicals one. Okay, we're, we have to do that at some Would point. Would she anyway. be on the podcast? Lindsay? What? I guess so. Let me ask her. Fair enough. Because you know, you know it's not the dude's thing. <laughs> what, wait, what? Musicals? Musicals. I, th- I think he has some favorites that he'll surprise us with, to be honest. Some. He likes but, Rocky Horror, so on. that's one. Yeah. He, he's got... Anyway, love you, Lindsay. You, uh, we love you so much. Um, next up, Von Condersmite. Uh, we got Beefy Sumo. Love you, Beefy. Squinty, Screechy Kai, Julian Lazar, Megan Peepo, uh, Crows of the Damned. Thank you so much for being so supportive, my dude. I really do appreciate you. Um, we got Izumi Miss Chinmu. you, buddy. Oh. No, go ahead. Uh, to, no, it's uh, to Crows of the Damned. I just said miss you, buddy. Oh, yeah. He's, he's so cool, man. I, I see his uh, post on Twitter, and he's super, like, actually... Uh, vocal, like he's actually tweeting yeah. a lot. He actually has something yeah, Chris, to say. Chris Speaking is awesome. of uh, actually interacting a lot, we got Burnsy as well, who's been responding to a lot of the the fan freaks tweets and giving uh, us his lists and whatnot. And I really do appreciate that. Thank you so much for listening. Burnsy. Hell yeah! But uh, I will definitely say uh, I'm really curious to see what other nights make the night of our our listeners right now, because uh, there's so many other nights to choose from, make and we really want to hear oh, them. So hit God. us up on Twitter. I think that's the end of it. Uh, I think we're about ready to gather the troops. I, I believe Bucket Knight should probably take lead. I'm not gonna lie, dude. P- uh, Paladin is gonna be stuck in my head now. For like that lives rent free in my brain. That was really good. <laughs> It'll be the only good joke I do <laughs> for the entirety of the Fan Freaks podcast. Uh, good night, freaks. Good night. See ya. <laughs>